0: What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Pompliano, and this is the Joe Pomp Show. Today's episode breaks down the life of Francis Piafo, who recently beat Rafael Nadal at the US Open and is headed to the quarterfinals. It's one of the most interesting stories in sports that I've seen, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. But before we get into it, let's quickly run through today's sponsors. This episode is sponsored by my friends at 8 Sleep. Good sleep is the ultimate game changer, and the 8 Sleep pod is the ultimate sleep machine. 8 Sleep has dramatically improved my daily performance. For me, I was never able to get a good sleep because I was always too hot, but now I'm falling asleep in record time, faster than I have before. The Pod is the only sleep technology that can maintain the optimal sleeping temperature for what your body needs. But it's not just me who sleeps on an 8sleep. The product is so good that it's garnered the attention of CEOs, Olympians, UFC champions, and even the Mercedes F1 racing team. Even better, 8sleep recently launched the next generation of the Pod. The new Pod 3 enables more accurate sleep and health tracking with double the amount of sensors. Delivering you the best sleep experience on earth. The pod isn't magic, but it definitely feels like it. Go to 8 slash Joe for exclusive Labor Day savings through September 11th. 8sleep currently ships within the USA, Canada, the UK, select countries in the EU, and Australia. Next up is Element. Element has been my cheat code for the last several months. The easiest endorsement I can give is that since drinking Element, I feel more energized and experience fewer headaches and muscle cramps. It's simple. I just add it to my water every morning, and I'm ready to go. No sugar, no junk. There's a reason why hundreds of pro athletes and teams are using it also, because it works. And now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single-serving packets, free, with any Element order. So go get yours at drinkelement.com slash joe. This deal is only available through my link. So make sure you go to drink, D-R-I-N-K, Element, L-M-N-T, dot com, slash joe. Next up is MoonPay, the leader in Web3 infrastructure. Trusted by major crypto brands and millions of people worldwide, MoonPay is a portal to Web3, a place where you can transact with peers globally and own your digital identity. As blockchain technology continues to integrate with sports all over the world, teams and leagues are looking for simple solutions to unlock their digital markets. MoonPay can help. Whether you are front office staff, a business executive, or a marketer, and you're looking to mint collectibles on the blockchain to create an NFT marketplace for your brand, MoonPay's technology can bring your digital strategies to life. So if you want to learn more, go to MoonPay.com Joe. That's MoonPay.com Joe. Joe Pompliano runs Pomp Investments. All views of Joe Pompliano and his guests are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Pomp Investments. You should not treat any opinion by Joe or his guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his personal opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. All right, let's get into this episode. What's up, everyone? Francis Tiafoe shocked the sports world on Monday night, beating 22-time Grand Slam champion Rafael Nadal to reach the quarterfinals at the U.S. Open. It's the first time that Rafael Nadal has lost a Grand Slam match this year. He was previously 22-0. And at just 24 years old, Francis Tiafoe is now the last remaining American male in contention at the U.S. Open. That's a tournament that hasn't been won by an American man in nearly 20 years, with Andy Roddick last winning it in 2003. Tiafoe said after the match with a smile, it's something to tell the kids, the grandkids about. Yeah, I beat Rafa. Hopefully, I never have to play him again, and I end with a win. But somehow, this isn't even the most interesting part. Why? Because Francis Tiafoe is one of the most incredible stories in sports. Let me explain. Francis Tiafoe and his twin brother, Franklin, were born in Hyattsville, Maryland, a small suburb outside of Washington, D.C. But his parents faced a far more complicated life growing up. His father, Constant left the Western African country of Sierra Leone after a civil war broke out and he immigrated to the United States in 1993. He was joined by Francis's mother, Alfinia, a few years later in 1996. The two met in Maryland and settled down there also. Still, with no education, no money, no family nearby, and little to no resources, the Tiafo family struggled to make ends meet. Alfinia found work as a nurse during the week, often pulling multiple shifts and spending the night at the hospital while Constant became a day laborer on a construction crew building a nearby sports facility. The facility that he was building turned out to be the Junior Tennis Champion Center, and more than two decades later, it is still one of the premier tennis facilities for youth in the United States. But here's the interesting part. Constant was reportedly one of the crew's best workers, so when the facility's construction was complete, he was hired as the full-time, on-site, custodian, and given a spare office to live in at the tennis center. Here's a quick recap of the situation that I pulled from a Washington Post article a few years back. Quote, chronically strapped for cash, Tiafoe Sr. turned it into two jobs, keeping the complex clean by day and taking care of the clay courts by night. He had never played tennis in his life, but he quickly learned to water and roll the courts and sometimes completely resurface them, holding dozens of 75 pound bags of clay to each court. It was while working these round the clock shifts that he moved into a vacant 10 by 14 foot room at the tennis complex. He slept and took his showers there, ordered in food, and stored his clothes all over the complex, on hangers, in a suitcase, in a shed outside. And during stretches when the mother of his sons, Alfinia Kamara, worked night shifts as a licensed practical nurse, the boys stayed with him. The twins' tennis education started so long ago that neither has a first memory of holding a racket or taking a lesson. As toddlers, they were pushed around in their stroller by club members when their father worked. A gregarious man with a big smile and long dreadlocks Tiafoe Sr. became an unofficial ambassador of the Junior Tennis Champions Center, greeting visitors, detailing members' cars, and even taking up the game himself as a former high school sprinter who missed the thrill of competing. And when his boys were five, he got them enrolled, free of charge, in the clinic for the littlest children. This is where Francis developed his love for the game, and because of his dad's work at the facility, he was allowed to train with elite coaches for free. Now, There's an image included in the newsletter this week that most of you can't see probably over the podcast, but the facility in Maryland is beautiful. They have 10 or so outdoor courts. A number of them are clay. Some are hard. Some look like they're grass. An indoor facility. There's a weight room. There's cafeteria, classrooms, training rooms, all that stuff. Top tier facility for the youth. It's expected that a student going here would be charged about $40,000 per year for education and tennis classes. So- Getting them enrolled for free was obviously significant, given they didn't have the money to do that. Obviously, he was an employee at the center, which made it easier to do. But the rest, as they say, is history. Francis started training at the junior tennis champion center when he was just five years old. And by the age of eight, youth coach Misha kozanovitz Hope I'm uh, saying that even closer correctly, but Misha Kovzin agreed to coach him full-time after witnessing his talents and work ethic. The story goes something like Misha kept walking into the facility, he was training other people there. Francis was young at this age, only eight years old, but he was playing in the morning when the coach got there. He was playing at night when the coach left. He was obviously somewhat talented for his age, and Misha decided to work with him full time. So for free, again, because he was at the tennis academy, Misha took him under his wing. The two began traveling to youth tennis tournaments across the country with his coach frequently paying tournament entry fees and for places to stay. The family wasn't paying any of this out of pocket. TFO rose the ranks, winning prestigious junior tournaments in France and even the Orange Bowl in Florida, which for those that don't know is one of the most prestigious junior tournaments in the world. Roger Federer has won it, and many other good players have won that in their junior career. And then he eventually made his professional debut at just 17 years old. So Francis Tiafo hasn't won a major. He hasn't won a Grand Slam. He hasn't won, he's only won one title since turning professional in 2015, but he has still earned more than six million dollars in prize money and is currently playing some of the best tennis of his life. He's ranked as the 26th best men's player in the world, and is the second highest ranked American men's player right now. Taylor Fritz is a little bit higher than him at 12th in the rankings. But he just beat Rafael Nadal. He's on to the quarterfinals now, and he's looking to claim his first Grand Slam here at the U.S. Open. But ultimately, I love this story for one simple reason. The TFO family was dealt a difficult hand. And tennis is one of the most expensive youth sports on the planet. For those that don't know, most estimates say that it could cost anywhere from three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars for a good training, travel, tournament fees, all of that kind of stuff for a good youth career. So it's one of the most expensive youth sports in the world. Certainly not a family like them could typically afford that. But rather than sit back and complain, they made the best of a difficult situation. They turned a custodian career into an estimated four hundred thousand dollars plus of free tennis training, and now a multi-million dollar tennis career to go along with it. Now, that's incredible, and it's one of the reasons why I love these types of sports stories. It doesn't happen every day, but it's awesome to see when these things work out for the athletes and the people that put in the work. Hope you enjoy this episode. More to come later this week. I'll talk to all you guys soon. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and as always, I appreciate you listening to The Joe Pomp Show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify so that you don't miss any episodes going forward. And if you are looking for additional content, check out my daily newsletter at readhuddleup.com or follow me on Twitter at Joe Pompliano. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you next time.